to submit a story, topic, or have any other inquiries, please email submit at skibanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skibanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at skibanewsnation.com. If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560-271, The Colony, Texas 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon where you will get exclusive content, shoutouts, and much more. And you can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Skiba News Nation. Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcasts on your favorite podcast platform. I want to know what the truth is. And I hope that people, my son, anybody, if my name comes up, whether you like me, whether you agree with me or not, at least you can respect the fact that he's on a quest for truth. He's on a quest for truth. Welcome to Skiba News Nation. Bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, welcome to episode 34 of Skiba News Nation. I'm your host, Jeremiah Skiba, and today we're going to be talking about Where is all of Elon's money? Footage of spy balloon being shot down. Simpsons space satellite truth. Mysterious booming happening all over the USA. UFO whistleblowers are protected by the government. ATF should be abolished. An earthquake in Turkey. And an all-new Opus Corner. And for history, we're going to be talking about the UT clock tower on the scene revisited and back to the future predicts 9-11. You'd be the judge of that one. Memes and much more, so stay tuned. So let's dive right in, but before that, let me introduce as always my great co-host Jake Grant. Welcome, Jake. What's hey, up? Hey Jeremiah. Man? Oh, nothing much. Just hanging out. Really excited for episode 34. Me too, man. Let's dive right in. You ready? Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> So this week, I have some really interesting news for you guys. I also tracked down a quote from Edward Mendel House uh, with a meeting with Woodrow Wilson, uh, the president from 1913 to 1921, uh, about some monolithic conspiracies, right? Hmm. And today we live in a world 
of many conspiracies that are wagered against the souls of mankind, right? Uh, so, you know, what's going to happen is those who love the truth in the last days will be the most hated, right? And mm -hmm. some people have thrown out the explanation that the term the apocalypse, right? People talk about the the end days and, oh, we're in the last days or we're, we're, at, we're at the beginning of the apocalypse, right? Well, the apocalypse, the term apocalypse means the unveiling or the revealing of sometimes truth, right? And so it's another alternative way of looking at the coming apocalypse, right? It's the coming unveiling of how the world is. Now, here's a warning. If you want to know the truth about this world, you must go down the rabbit hole and you must be prepared because there's no turning back. Mm -hmm. And the world that you thought that you knew will no longer exist. And <laughs> this is something that uh, really we have to take into consideration because once you know what the truth is, if you continue to turn your back on it, it makes you blind to other truths that you're presented with. And so it's those who have a love for truth for the truth that really stand the test of time, right? Here's what JFK said. And, you know, of course, it's a, a really quoted, uh, overly quoted statement from JFK. But, uh, of course, nonetheless, it, it rings true. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies on covert means for expanding its sphere of influence on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. JFK, right? And, uh, and then we're hit by things like this, you know, whether this is propaganda or not, I'm not sure. But we see things like Putin claiming 95% of the world's terrorist attacks are made by the CIA. <laughs> the CIA does not work on behalf of the American people or act in their interests. The CIA is a rogue element of the deep state, an expression of the will of the world oligarchy and their vision for a new world order. Right. And there's other types of conspiracies. Right. It's not just mm -hmm. governmental. It's medical. Right. Did you know the Amish do not you know what their children and the the autism rates have not changed in their population for 50 years. But you look at the statistics in the modern population that participates in the medical game and trusts their doctor. Right. Who is a advocate for big pharma. And we see that the autism rates uh, just in the past 40 years, 50 years, have gone from 1 in 10,000 to 1 in 44 to, in 2020, a rate of 1 in 30. And yet we are refusing as a population to acknowledge any kind of correlation, right? Well, correlation is not causation, right? Well, Moving on to the article I was uh, mentioning to you guys, the quote from Edward Mendel House in a private meeting with Woodrow Wilson. I wanted to read this to you guys so that we can put into perspective how long conspiracies against mankind, at least here in the West, uh, have been going on to enslave us without us even knowing that we're slaves to something. So check this out. It's uh, Here's the quote. Very soon, 
every American will be required to register their biological property. Now, remember, this is a conversation from back in the early 1900s, right? Wow. That's you and your children in a national system designed to keep track of people that will operate under the ancient system of pledging. By such methodology, we can compel people to submit to our agenda, which will affect our security as a chargeback for our fiat paper currency. Every American will be forced to register or suffer being able to work and earn a living. They will be our chattel property, and we will hold the security interests over them forever. By operation of the law merchant under the, under the scheme of secure transactions, Americans by unknowingly or unwittingly delivering the bills of lading or your birth certificate to us will be rendered bankrupt and insolvent, secured by their pledges. They will be stripped of their rights and given a commercial value designed to make us a profit, and they will be none the wiser. For not one man in a million could ever figure out our plans, and if by accident one or two should figure it out, we have in our arsenal plausible deniability. After all, this is the only logical way to fund government, by floating liens and debts to the registrants in the form of benefits and privileges, right? Right. We've talked about this a lot a lot in the past. The more benefits and privileges you get from your government, often the more freedom you give away. And continuing on, this will inevitably reap us a huge profit beyond our wildest expectations and leave every American contributor to this fraud, which we will call social insurance, right? Social security <laughs> sounds <laughs> sound uh, familiar. Very similar. Without yeah. Without realizing it, every American will unknowingly be our servant. However begrudgingly, the people will become helpless and without any hope for their redemption, and we will employ the high office, the presidency of our dummy corporation, the USA, to foment this plot against America. Oh, man, how interesting. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, a little comment underneath. These words became reality today in 19, 1871. The United States became a corporation, and the creation of birth certificates, banking tax, titles, deeds, etc. We become slaves to the owner of the U.S. corporation. Uh, learn our true history. You will surprise, be surprised at what you discover. So very interesting, uh, this quote from Edward Mendel House in a private meeting with Woodrow Wilson, who was the president back in 13 through 1921, kind of predicting how the American government system will operate and how people through their birth certificates and participating in the commerce uh, and, and the tax system of the modern American kind of experiment will become unwitting slaves just by their legal participation, by sending those documents, by allowing them to put liens and debt onto your uh, kind of your corporate man, your your uh, your your straw man, right? Uh, which is your name in all caps that you get with your birth certificate, right? Mm. There is this conspiracy that is then acted upon you and your descendants that most people are none the wiser to, right? And so I wanted to get us kick-started with our show today, reading through that, and, and just uh, what, what are some of your thoughts? I mean, they were talking about people becoming unwitting slaves 100 years ago, Jeremiah. What do you think about that? I just think it's crazy how it, how it holds up today, how everything that was said is, is what we're going through today. 
right? Yeah. It's just amazing. I mean, he, he very wise. Is that the right word? Yeah. Or, it's or like in they're on telling, it. yeah, in on it, t <laughs> yeah. telling on themselves, not thinking that we'd have the technology to go back and see what they were saying. Right. Yeah. And, and I think it's the advent of the internet and the porous distribution of information that has allowed people to become wise to some of these conspiracies. But that's also why it is so alarming that we're seeing in the past year or two the complete revamp of internet systems and the censorship of a lot of social media platforms to kind of cr cramp down on people willing to share these alternative perspectives and share the warnings of what's being done to mankind, mm -hmm. like what, what they're talking about at the WEF or the WHO or, or whatever plug and play uh, random combination of letter government corporation, government agency you want to call it. Uh, it's pretty crazy to see that they were talking about this kind of conspiratorial stuff that JFK is warning about, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is like 50 years before that quote of JFK that I read. And uh, it's it's really interesting. Well, it's so, like history repeating itself kind of in a way. It was said back oh, yeah. then, then it was said by JFK, and now it's happening today. Too yes, bad Joe is. Biden can't and, say it. He can't even <laughs> carry a conversation. <laughs> but that's where we're at. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when we see things happening on the world stage today, sometimes they can be kind of a, a sleight of hand game, right? Where they want you to pay attention over here and something else is happening over here. So let's get into the first couple stories we have, of course, all over the news. We have uh, the discussion of the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down over the US. Here's the actual video of the spy balloon being shot down by the F-22. Check this out. really close. Does it go? <laughs> they're shooting at it. Are you serious? Yeah, they shot at it. They hit it. No hit way. It. Oh my gosh. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, their their reaction know, is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is. You don't see the actual act of them shooting it out of the sky and very many media outlets except no this TikTok, dude i was I looking found, for so... it i was looking yep, for it on the go. news the day that it happened because uh our great article writer uh hells she writes great articles on skibanewsnation.com and she covered the balloon thing and she she was about to post it the day before that it was like mainstream news so if you guys want to check that out check that out but that it was like nowhere on the internet you couldn't find any videos of it being shot down and i was like why aren't they showing that that's like they're talking about it but they're not showing it so yeah wh why <laughs> hey it's uh it's interesting uh that you know stuff like this is coming onto the mainstream um it, it it's kind of feeding that fire of oh drama with china drama with russia spying war whoa uh, but here's a Simpsons video, uh, possibly kind of predicting or telling some truths about these satellites. Check this out. Hmm. The 
Forget it, Bard. It's so bright out, you can't see anything in the sky except the Fox satellite. Nollies. Plans came crashing to the ground. The failed launch of a balloon carrying a multi-million dollar space telescope had onlookers scrambling for safety. Never know what's going to happen. This baby fell out of the sky and landed in our yard. It's never boring on the Welke farm. Thank God there's no horses out or it didn't hit the house. And it's still going and flashing. So, uh, it is quite interesting that satellites, or at least some of the satellites that are up there, are held up there by balloons? Question yeah. mark? <laughs> interesting. Why quite, is that? It's quite interesting that uh, just down the street from me, there was a balloon with uh, cameras oh, on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that, that was weird. I had that, I got it captured on my dash cam. This was like, what, a year ago? And, yep, yep. and I was just sitting in my car about to turn it off and I just see this thing that was had a parachute on it and it just crashed. And I, I was like, did I just see that? Did I, I hope I captured that. So I ran over there and it was like a, a drone with some stuff on it and it had markings on it as if it were like government owned. And I was like, I'm, I'm not touching it, but I'm gonna give this video to open and see if he can you know, do anything with it. And we, me and my mom went over there and we filmed it. Maybe I can show it next week, but yeah, we might show it next week. It's pretty crazy. Oh, Stuff man. falling out the it, sky all the time. Very <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. It, it, speaking of the balloon, I, I I can't help but to do it right now because there are so many funny memes that came out about the, uh, the whole spy balloon thing. But uh, no, China is spying on me. <laughs> They're looking at TikTok. Oh my God, look at all these TikToks. <laughs> no problem with TikTok, right? But oh, a balloon up there and, you know, it's somehow uh, so terrible. We're being spied on by China. Oh, really? What's in your pocket, right? Uh, here. Good night, table. Good night, moon. Good night, Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> I saw a funny meme. I oh, wish I would have brought it, but it was Joe Biden saying that it was the full moon. And I was like, that's really funny. Because <laughs> it did. It looked like a like the moon. Yeah, it looks like a moon. Full moon. Uh, here's one, one last moon, one. Moon. Chinese spy balloon over Montana. Hold. Chinese spy balloon over Missouri. Hold. Chinese spy balloon completes mission and exits the U.S. Now! Shoot it down now! <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, oh, interesting, the interesting thing is, is uh, way back when, before the the satellite Sputnik and all that, there was the Echo, and the Echo was a big balloon that just orbited around. And it was really big, and you could see it. Everybody came out at night to look at Echo going uh, around uh, the horizon, and uh, it was used to bounce signals off of the, off of the balloon down from uh, one place to another. Wow. So did we now go to the moon? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of uh, conspiracy theorists are really looking into this topic and they're like, wow, so 
I mean, if the t- if they're using balloon technology to float stuff above us, why aren't they just, you know, floating, you know, why aren't they shooting satellites up there like we've been told how satellites work with rockets and, and gra- you know, space, you know? And uh, why, why why is it that we're just now shooting down spy balloon satellites? Why is that a, you know, It's thing? like an ancient but, technology, or it should be, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, there are some other interesting, weird things happen- happening over North America. Here's another video from Jason A. Uh, with some interesting sounds coming all across the U.S. Scottsdale got a big jolt over the weekend when a loud bang that sounded like an explosion shook a lot of people up. Thankfully, no one was hurt, but right now nobody knows where the noise came from. It's the sound heard all around Scottsdale. A number of home security cameras captured the big boom that rocked several Scottsdale neighborhoods over the weekend. There was a flash. And he's heard from homeowners who felt it as far north as Shea Boulevard. He's looked at his security camera footage over and over again and still can't figure out what it was that woke all his neighbors up. It almost looked like lightning, but I think it was clear skies on Sunday morning. So that couldn't be it. A mysterious noise stunned New Jersey residents last week. Tonight, we're hearing what it sounded like. She said she heard the, the uh, lamp shake, and she felt the house kind of move a little bit, and she didn't know what was going on. If you're one of the many people throughout New Jersey and Delaware who heard a loud boom and felt the earth shake yesterday, don't worry, it wasn't an earthquake. Take a listen. A home surveillance camera in Mount Laurel captured that loud noise. Night authorities don't know what was behind a boom that was heard in Powell yesterday afternoon. Listen. All right, that boom uh, was captured by Steve Roach. It's been all the talk on social media. Did you hear it? Maybe it shook your whole house or woke you up from a late morning nap. Pretty scary stuff. What some are calling sonic booms heard around the Florida Panhandle and in Baldwin County. Someone's weather camera catching it all. Check it out. This is what Asa Schlobum's weather camera caught in Molina, Florida this morning. And then the messages started rolling in. Some of you sending Fox 10 News this. Sonic boom or earthquake? I'm in Foley and I'm seeing reports from Robertsdale, Alberta, Lillian, all feeling it as well. Whole house shook three times. Triple sonic boom really shook house. Felt boom in Rosington community. Y'all felt that earthquake? What's going on? Well, no, it wasn't an earthquake. If it was, it would have shown up on the United States Geological Survey. And as you can see here, nothing to show. Well, hundreds of people near Marshall County say they heard an explosion last night. County officials are now searching for the source. KCCI's Amanda Rooker is here with why this boom might be a yearly trend, Amanda. 
Lara, Marshall County Emergency Management says they've gotten reports of this mysterious blast around the same time on the same date for three years in a row, and they're still searching for exactly what that boom is and what's causing it. Some say that blast was so powerful it shook their windows. Others say it sounded like something smashing through their roof or into their home. Similar loud noises and vibrations were heard last year in South and Central Jersey. The source of those noises, still a mystery. In Oakland, New Jersey, Christine Sloan, CBS2 News. Imagination running wild, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. There are several reports out of South Jersey tonight. Even more booms today in the same after mid-afternoon as the time frame as North Jersey experienced the other day. Still no explanation, explanation of any of all of this. So the mystery remains. That it does. Officers were unable to locate an exact location of the reported sounds and sights. No injuries or damage were reported. No, the flashlight and then the bang immediately after. Eric Bailey tells us the blast shook his entire South Scottsdale neighborhood, and he's heard from homeowners who felt it as far north as Shea Boulevard. I was just laying up in my room, and I just hear like a bunch of shaking and like a boom outside, and I was confused what it was. The source remains a mystery. The U.S. Geological right, Survey tells us no sign. Now, did any of those what do you booms think? happen? Did those happen in DFW, any of them? Because I, I thought I was going crazy in the middle of the night. I, th this happened to me like, I don't think I even told Opa this. It was like 3 a.m. in the morning and I hear a loud boom and I was thinking like it's just a gunshot or something, like something small or fireworks, somebody's doing a firework, but it woke me up three different days and I don't know what it was. <laughs> so if it's been happening here, I mean, I would I would love to know if if anybody if any of our viewers live in Dallas and you guys heard a weird boom and uh, at like 3 a.m. Let me know because <laughs> I I feel it's definitely like definitely interesting man. It's like the hum. Like, it reminds me of the hum that everybody hears across the almost uh, uh, across this flat earth. Like yeah, I mean there's side there's side. some weird things happening. Uh, it it makes me wonder if it's some type of like military aircraft that's going hypersonic or something and. Uh, who knows, but definitely something I wanted to put on the radar. People are hearing and seeing weird things. So keep your ear out, right? Like keep an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, for our next video, uh, of course, strange occurrences, right? Well, here's a video about how UFO whistleblowers are being protected by the government. Check this out. And this is Weapon Weapons. And here we are in 2023, you know, what's the big picture, man? Where are we going with this from reports to Arrow to other agencies we know that are interested in the UFO subject? Like, where are we going with this, man? Well, we know that because of that legislation, there are whistleblowers who are lined up, at least a few of them that we know of, who are lined up prepared to tell what they know. Uh, the most interesting unanswered question is, where are the goodies? Uh, is there metamaterials uh, stashed in a warehouse? Are there intact craft, as Bob Lazar suggested, somewhere out in the desert? Uh, are there bodies? You know, there are people who have told us that they know that those things are true, that there are materials, exotic materials from somewhere else. The question is, are they going to be allowed to speak? Now, I did express a little bit of optimism a couple of minutes ago, yeah. but I think for them, it's still a dicey deal. You know, um, stepping forward to tell these incredibly sensitive uh, secrets um, comes with risk. And, and we know 
that there are at least some of them who are already facing uh, potential consequences for agreeing to step forward. Hopefully, the stories will come out. The information will be conveyed to Congress. Whether or not that information gets to us, the public, that's another matter, but we'll be doing our best to get it out. The process designed through the whistleblower protection stuff, the, the idea of using something like the Inspector General to, to move forward with, with complaints of reprisal and this sort of thing, I, I think it is fair to say, because we've, we've said before, that process, whether or not it has been formalized, there are people in this subject who are using the right mechanisms to get the information where it needs to go out of fear of reprisal. That is something current that is happening. So I'm, in, I'm encouraged that that process is there to protect people. Ultimate goal, let's just say it like it is. There are UFO study programs in multiple agencies across every branch of our military, many of which we know about. The idea is, can they go through a formal process to bring those illegal programs to where they should go? This shouldn't be a job of journalism. This should be a job of cleaning house. This should be something that they do on the inside. Journalists do what they do. This should be clear and straightforward. If there are unknown illegal programs dealing with non-terrestrial technologies, yes, that's a huge issue for humanity. But this also needs to be fixed on the inside. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, th this report, for example, there's a line in there that I found pretty interesting. It says that we have no evidence of any uh, direct human health consequences of exposure to UFOs. I can hope that sometime in the next 12 months that the Arrow folks will go down, down the hall and knock on the door at the DIA and ask to see the OSAP files because OSAP, as we have reported, has very definitive evidence about harmful consequences from people who got cl too close to UFOs. Um, and there are some very dramatic and well-documented cases that, uh, that the DIA program uh, followed for a number of years. So having seen these, some of these reports, the, the, the thing you're saying is that Arrow, who's studying the UFO phenomenon, they should already have all this documentation of a huge program like OSEP that clearly shows that there have been health issues that have been caused directly from close proximity to UAP. Right. And they don't seem to have any knowledge of that. It was similar to the two guys who appeared before the congressional hearing, the first congressional hearing in 54 years, when they were asked about nuclear incidents, incidents at our nuclear missile bases, nah, they don't know anything about it. Well, there are some pretty dramatic cases that were studied also by OSAP that were written up into reports. All they have to do is ask for it. Congress seemed uh, to only know a little bits and pieces. They were unaware, seemingly unaware that OSAP ever existed. When the Navy guys were asked, is there anything in between Project Blue Book and ATIP? Nope. Well, that's not true. I mean, you know, it was, it was uh, a lot of money. Millions of public dollars were spent on that. The, the stories have been all over the world. The book has been written. The, the people who are involved in the program have come forward and talked about it. How can they not know? Yeah. How? So e the point being, even though disclosure is happening and there are people talking about cover-ups and conspiracies, the UAPs and the congressional hearings that are showing that this conspiracy has been a conspiracy fact the whole time, uh, even these people aren't connecting all of the different programs. They're not admitting to uh, how one government research program is tied to another. They're just kind of 
whitewashing the whole topic, but they are still admitting that there are things going on because people are witnessing them, right? And mm-hmm. and the 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 stir and the rumble and the discussion, uh, it couldn't be contained. So now you have them admitting one thing, but is a partial truth a whole lie? You know, it, it, it's it's the the trick is. Are they really telling the truth with all these different disclosure programs? And uh, when the documents come out, right, and they they've been uh, unredacted, right, mm-hmm. and now people can see what actually happened, are they really showing us the truth of the matter, or are they showing us what they want us to think about the situation rather than what actually is going on? Yeah, I've never thought about it like that. I mean, have you've heard of the case of Betty and Barney Hill? They oh, no, like, I haven't. They were like uh, probably the first. It was, I uh, can't remember what year it was. Like, I think it was in the 50s. And I'll do a history on it. But they were the one of the first documented people that, that witnessed UFOs. And they, they didn't trust the government. So they, they told their stories on their own. They went to a, a hypno, they were under hypnosis. Is that the right word? <laughs> They had to go under that to, to actually remember what happened and they're, they're in separate rooms and they both said the exact same thing about you know ufo what is it called now but they were called ufos at the time so UAPs. UAPs. But, they, but they have evidence on her dress that the that the aliens left on them which is very strange and and they don't really talk about that case a whole lot i know there's a a good documentary it's a it's a shock doc is what they call it on Discovery Plus, but uh, I'll have to give you my login. You can check it out because it's very interesting. But yeah, all, all the people that like you're saying about what that video said is that what they want us to think, or you got to look at the motives yeah. behind the person that is presenting the information, right? Exactly. So That's what do you think? Probably the yeah, go ahead. the the main thing that you said that that I'm trying to draw out is it's that per that whatever the person says right mm-hmm. how much can we believe them and it's not only on the topic of uf uaps ufos and these various conspiratorial topics right uh this is a, a consistent pattern we see in cover-ups and in conspiracies uh which is tactical dis- tactical distraction mm-hmm. um tactical disinformation and you know with the whole fight of you know, people being labeled as misinformation terrorists, basically, mm-hmm. or people that are spreading harmful misinformation. Uh, who determines what is harmful misinformation? And could this all just be how they paint the picture of what they want people to actually believe? And and it brings to mind the topic of credibility and, uh, and specialized... Uh, so... so People tend to fall back into trusting specialists. Like people will say, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, or oh, I don't know, I'm not a NASA scientist, or I don't know, I, I'm not a, a, you know, now it's a, you know, like a, a gender studies scientist, right? If you don't have the specialist title, then you can't make an informed statement about a topic. And that's false. Mm-hmm. People without years of indoctrination and schooling can look at information and come to their own conclusions and that's what they don't want people to do so mm-hmm. uh let's go ahead and check out this next video uh it's just a a brief uh 
promo for a a new Peter McCullough interview about how the FDA is a biological safety cover-up. So let's check this out. I can tell you our FDA is actively involved in a biological product safety cover-up. They've uh, canceled the program typically the night before, and then they've kept the money. Experts who have a different line of thinking than the dominant one are not only ostracized, but risk losing the totality of what they have built up during their career. Freedom of expression is not an option for the scientists. It's why it is important to sign our petition against medical censorship at stopthecensorship.ca. Peter McCullough is an internist, cardiologist, epidemiologist, and the chief scientific officer of the wellness company. Since the outset of the pandemic, Sorry to interrupt you, but as you know, big tech as YouTube doesn't want us to talk about So if you yeah, want to know, see sister. all, all right, this guys. incredible interview, go and click on the link in the description. Right. Yeah, we know that so, a too well. <laughs> kind of like what she was saying, uh, people are being shooed away who have a different perspective mm -hmm. of reality in terms of the FDA uh, being complicit in a massive biotechnology cover-up that is harming mankind. And they're, they're hiding the fact that there are long-lasting repercussions and, and you could call it, I guess, a conspiracy, right? Or but, you could call uh, it mass murder. I mean, I mean, that's what it is. Oh, there we go. Help, I had an omelet. <laughs> what a coincidence, <laughs> right? Um, but we have to understand that if you repeat a lie often enough, it becomes science, right? Yes. Uh, not That's true crazy. science, of course. True science is repeatable, testable, observable, uh, empirical, right? Well, but I mean, that's what they different. They try to do that to uh, Doctor uh, Bartlett, who's a personal friend of mine who is uh, has always been really close with that uh, Dr. Mercola. They're always seen together on, on videos and stuff, which he said he would do the show anytime. We should definitely have him on, maybe for a Patreon-only oh, yeah. thing. That way we don't get in trouble with YouTube. But he, it seems like if you're speaking truth, they try to hide it. Like, they, they, they try to call you crazy for spreading truth. They try to call you a theorist, conspiracy theorist, if you're spreading the truth. And it, it's just so backwards than how it's it really is if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely i mean i know we're jumping around here with a, a variety of topics government conspiracy you know m military cover-ups ufos medicine you know right all of these seem to be separate topics but when we understand that these are all different tools of the new world order to enact their agenda yep. right and um, you know, just to, to go through a few more things here, you know, here's a quote from Biden, right? The idea that we're going to send tanks to Ukraine, that's called World War III. And then a year later, right? Today, I'm announcing that the United States will be sending Abraham tanks to Ukraine. And, uh, and then whenever you see pictures like this, right, of the Ukrainian Azov battalion, right, holding up their swastika and the NATO flag, uh, and you, you see some of the claims that Putin has made, like, 
we're basically fighting Nazis in Ukraine. <laughs> we're trying to stop this new world order agenda because it's too close to our doorstep. Uh, and of course, whether that's just more propaganda or there's truth to that, of course, we know what the mainstream media wants us to believe is that, oh, you know, Putin, bad guy, you know, Ukraine, you know, blue, yellow, yay. Uh, but don't buy the, don't bite the hook because you can be drawn into the next agenda and, um, you know, it, it, we're living in a crazy world, uh, you know, just, uh, at the Grammys, you know, Sam Smith performed a BDSM devil themed song unholy, <laughs> you know, at the Grammys. And we're so surprised that, you know, when we let the media, the, the mainstream content that our culture is pushing out influence us that, you know, we're surprised that it, the, the trail of breadcrumbs leads back to the devil himself, right? Yeah, and it's been um, happening for years. I mean, they just do it right in front of our faces. It's just kind of disrespectful to people that are seeking truth, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. And now uh, just a few more stories to share with you guys. <laughs> I found this video super hilarious. It says, me dodging all the mandates and government health advice from the past three years. And it's the skateboarder, right? And he, he gets on a skateboard. And I guess the, the cones equal the mandates and the health advice. Oh. Dodge that, boy. Dodge it, man. Go. Dude, Look that's hard to do. That's crazy. <laughs> but, I don't think I could do that uh, on my but, ripstick. Oh, no, man. He's on that, a skateboard. That's like way back in the day, you know, hill surfing. <laughs> pretty crazy. But that's pretty much how it feels like to be dodging yeah. all these different agendas, right? Oh, man. Mm -hmm. um, here's something just in kind of a, a really cool new thing that's been discovered, I guess. Uh, I found it interesting. It's an electrically charged stone that was discovered in the De Democratic Republic of the Congo. Whoa. Uh, check it out. It, like, lights up, and it's just a rock. So, man, may maybe uh, electric technology, you know... <laughs> The future's here, Jeremiah. We just need to make cars out of this stuff. Right. That's super cool. That's uh, crazy. Here's uh, something else. Uh, here's a funny uh, Babylon B article. Biden announces U.S. surrender to Chinese balloon. <laughs> uh, of course, satire. Uh, but uh, here's another video that I wanted to show you guys. And since we covered Waco, which was... A disaster that the ATF had been involved in with all those people being uh, murdered 80 plus people uh, we covered that in our past special I found this uh, representative statements about the ATF very interesting let's check this video out the gentleman for his leadership oh. and for yielding the ATF's new rule criminalizing pistol braces is a brazen and unlawful attempt to usurp congressional authority. I don't know why. This pistol brace rule will fail for the same reason the bump stock rule failed. The ATF does not have the authority to create federal law. Nobody voted for the ATF, though I know a lot of people who would vote against them if they could. This new rule will ban pistol braces on certain firearms, forcing users to jump through numerous hoops to comply with this new decree or risk becoming a felon. Disabled veterans and others have used these braces for years to help them fire pistols. And the ATF has unilaterally decided that this is no longer acceptable. 
Now, otherwise law-abiding Americans will either have to destroy their newly illegal firearms or figure out how to comply with an arbitrary and confusing regulatory scheme outlined in the National Firearms Act. The ATF cannot be trusted to protect our rights to keep and bear arms. There is no timeline in which the ATF, under any administration, would become an ally. It needs to go. We need to abolish the ATF before they abolish our Second Amendment rights. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms should be the name of a chain of convenience stores in Florida, not a federal agency. I urge every red-blooded American and every conservative in this Congress to stand with Representative Clyde and his legislation and to stand with me and co-sponsor my bill, the Abolish the ATF Act of 2023. Let's get rid of this unlawful agency once and for all, and let this special order be considered a shot across the bow. I yield back to the gentleman from Georgia. Yeah, I mean, the ATF coming after your pistol grips, right? It's uh, another government overreach agency. Uh, another un- unconstitutional it. thing that they're trying to do. I mean, I love Matt Gates, by the way. He's the guy that was talking, and he he uh, he's really funny. He says some funny stuff sometimes, but yeah, yeah, uh, all about control. And it's all about control. That's right. Here's another video of uh, a recent earthquake that hit Turkey this week. No, no, no. Wow, so terrible scenes over there in uh, Turkey and Lebanon. You won't, you Man, won't see that on the mainstream crazy. news. Like, why is that not on the mainstream news? You know? Yeah, just uh, 
natural disasters, man, thousands of people, uh, it makes you really want to question, you know, what would you do in a situation like that? If like a oh, man. big earthquake hit where you lived, you know, how, how would you survive, you know? And man, people are, uh, that just happened this week. So one of the biggest, uh, earthquakes that area has dealt with in a, a long time. That's so sad. And uh, I guess we can finish off our news segment with our last video here. Uh, I know we're looking forward to uh, doing a very special Skiba News Nation questionnaire hey. with the new AI chat bot. We're going to ask it some uh, users, uh, you know, some of our communities submitted questions. But this video is where did all of Elon Musk's money go? Well, supposedly he funneled it all into AI. Check out this last video. Liberal media keeps perpetuating that I just lost $186 billion and I'm not the world's richest man anymore. That's okay? I didn't lose it. I've been investing it in AI projects that will shape the future of humanity, like uh, ChatGPT and uh, Midjourney. Uh, my favorite one so far lets you do this. Do I sound like Morgan Freeman now? It's pretty crazy, right? I could sound like literally any person in the world right now. Um, it's called Voice AI, and they already have a database of like a couple thousand voices. So um, they have like... Uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. Uh, oh, wubble up a dub dub, am I right? Or this uh, anime girl voice, which is kind of nice. Hey guys, anyone want to order a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Was that so, a real video? Uh, yeah, man. I, I'd love to get access to that AI uh, voice changer. That's very interesting. I saw something about that, but I remember Elon Musk on Joe Rogan talking about how, how AI was going to be so bad and stuff, and he's investing in it, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has been a big proponent of the dangers of AI. But at the same time, he all also seems to be at the cutting edge of it, which is kind of an interesting uh, <laughs> it's a contradiction in terms of what he's saying. Oh, freak out. It's more scary than World War Three, you know, AI and and the board taking over. It, it, you know, he keeps warning everybody. But at the same time, he's at the <laughs> forefront of its development, which is like, OK, well, what's going on there? Well, at least this, uh, I mean, I hope it's the good AI. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but those are pr pretty <laughs> cool things. I can't wait to try those out on Skipper News Nation. Yeah. Those will be fun. And uh, you guys stay tuned because we'll put out an exclusive uh, Skiba News Nation interview with the chat GTP. We'll ask it some, uh, some questions you guys submitted. So stay on the lookout for that. And that's all the news for today, Jeremiah. All right, man. Thank you for the great current news. And uh, before we move on, let's do the quick word from our sponsor. Now a word from our sponsor. Now personally, I've tried every CBD product on the market to help me manage my pain. I have degenerative disc disease and nothing has ever helped me until I tried JJ's Natural CBD Rub. So when I found out that we had the opportunity to work together, I was so excited that I could share this amazing product with you guys here on Skiba News Nation. So if you want to manage your pain like I did, text CBD to 920 382-7720 for an exclusive $50 off a three-pack special. Also, check out all the testimonials on their website, jjcbdrub.com. Get pain relief like I did by getting yourself some JJ's Natural CBD Rub today. Check out more info down in the description below.
Now I will say I'm not making that up when I said that in the in the promo for the our sponsor because this stuff has changed my life uh, in in so many great ways. Anytime I'm ever sore, like I mean, you can I don't know if you can see that how how used it is because I use the same this same one from the studio and just make making the trip back and forth to my house to here it just gets a lot of wear on the label but it's great everybody uh stay tuned because i think jj's cbd rub is going to do a special giveaway uh with skipa news nation so stay tuned for that and you can possibly win some free jj's cbd rub so all right well i think it's time for an all new opus corner take it away opa my hood, der hat drei Ecken, drei Ecken hat mein Hut. Und hat er nicht drei Ecken, dann ist es nicht mein Hut. Well, it's time for another Opa's Corner. So, let's get started. An Irish priest is driving home from a night at his favorite bar. A police officer notices a car swerving all over the road and proceeds to pursue. The Irishman pulls over and the cop makes his way to the driver. Checking the vehicle and noticing bottles all over the floorboard, the policeman asks, Have you been drinking? I don't know what you're talking about, officer. I had just only left the church after giving praise to the Lord for his many blessings and miracles, said the priest. The policeman frowned. Well then, what's in the bottles? Water, the priest replied. The policeman reached in and, grabbing a bottle, opened the top and was quickly overcome with the smell. This is wine! The priest then promptly shouted, Praise the Lord! He's done it again! St. <laughs> Peter was standing at the pearly gates of heaven when a group of politicians walked up. Hey, Petey! May we come into heaven too? asked Swan jovially. St. Peter replies, Well, we've never had a group of politicians come into heaven before. Let me ask God. Then he turns around and goes to consult God. My Lord, there's a group of politicians at the pearly gates of heaven. Should I let them in? God thinks for a moment and says, Well, we've never had politicians in heaven before. Let's see how it goes. Let them in. St. Peter leaves God, only to come running back in a few minutes. They're gone, he said. The politicians? The pearly gates! A flat earther died and, to his surprise, found himself standing on a cloud in front of the gates of heaven. God himself was there and told him he would be happy to answer any questions the man might have about anything across the entire space and time. 
So, of course, the man said, Was I right? Is the earth actually flat? God chuckled and said, Of course not. The man shook his head in disbelief, shaken to his very core, before murmuring, This goes higher than I ever thought. A man was taking it easy, lying on the grass, and looking up at the clouds, he was identifying shapes when he decided to talk to God. God, he said, how long is a million years? God answered, in my time frame of reference, it's about a minute. The man asked, God, how much is a million dollars? God answered, to me, it's a dime. The man then asked God, God, can I have a dime? In a minute. <laughs> and now for the funnies. It's a forwarding address to a feeder in Florida. <laughs> Why aren't you answering that? No caller ID. Uh. <laughs> okay, sir. First you have to delete the cookies. No. But sir. I said no. Don't worry, Jimmy. They're just actors, and that's not real ketchup. <laughs> when the human gets home, I'm going to show my love with a soft meow, and then I'll suddenly rub my head against his leg. I'm gonna go freaking nuts! <laughs> I don't get it. Type in the characters into the box below. <laughs> I'm here with Louis, who watched in horror as his human snapped a cookie in half and tried to pass it off as a whole treat. Home decorating with Lennon and McCartney. So what do you think, mate? Live, laugh, love. Lose the first two. The last one is all you need. Love is all you need. Happens every time someone runs an electric can opener down there. The owner who air burbs it out is supposed to be pretty famous. Watch this. Hello, boss? Sorry, I can't make it into the office today. I've caught a <coughs> cold. Okay, get well soon. 
Things are very busy at the office this week. <laughs> the Giving Cat She said, Come, boy, rub my belly and be happy. And the boy did, and she gave him a full five seconds before attacking his hand. <laughs> Max and Molly love to watch human videos. <laughs> Look at this guy! He's putting sticky tape on the couch, thinking it's going to stop his cat from scratching it! <laughs> oh my gosh! That's adorable! Oh my god. That's so true. Don't press me, Mitch! <laughs> Early spring and the first wiener dog butts. <laughs> so that's where they come from. Calling yourself opossum doesn't make you Irish, Bob. <laughs> well, I'd recommend either the chicken fried steak or maybe the seafood platter. But look. I gotta be honest with you. Nothing we serve is exactly what I'd call food for the gods. <laughs> Stonehenge, the real story. Whoa, this can't be good. <laughs> this Parados. Ay, 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 ay. You don't have to say be right back every time you go out. <laughs> oh, that's a cuckoo clock. Is it okay to cross? Yeah, sure, whatever. This is my new girlfriend, Kristen. She's a model. The later years. I do not like green prunes and brand. I do not like them, Sam, I am. Zog, here come one now. Aw, <laughs> oh, isn't that cute? A little baby. Critical decisions along life's highway. Never, never land. Never say never land. Sometimes, but not always land. Say it, don't spray it, land. Newark. <laughs> Dog people. This is Oscar. He's part black lab 
and part Italian greyhound. Cat people. That's Jack. He's fat. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Little Stephen King reads his first story in class. <laughs> It's some kind of silly note from the Barbarian Sire. It says, We will, we will rock you. We will, we will rock you. How to wrap a present when you have a cat. Step one, lay out your wrapping paper. Step two, Remove the cat. <laughs> Step three, place the gift in the center. Step four, remove the cat. Step five through 57, remove the cat. Step 58, finally give up. Step 59, put the gift in a bag instead. <laughs> Step 60. <sighs> oh, I'm losing it. I got an email explaining how to read maps backwards. It was spam. And that concludes another episode of Opa's Corner. My hut, der hat drei Ecken. Drei Ecken hat mein Hut. Und hat er nicht drei Ecken. Opa's Corner is now available on my own YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe. Opa, I have a suspicion that you played those cat ones just to get me to lose it on mic. Absolutely. <laughs> all of all of those cat ones were true. Can you explain the flat earth one? I didn't, I, I it was over my head. It's because it, heaven? It was a conspiracy higher than God. Oh. Okay. Well, that, there you go. Well, thank you for another great Opus Corner. All right. Well, it's time for some mystery. So today for history, we're going to kind of be revisiting our most popular episode, which is episode four, where I talked with Opa about on August 1st, 1966, where a man named Charles Whitman decided to open fire on top of the UT clock tower. And he was there that day. And so I decided that I wanted to do, uh, I had to go out of town and this was January 26th and we were in Austin to see a comedy show, me and my girlfriend. And I was like, we, we got to drive those little lime scooters over there. So we went all the way there. And then uh, it was the same trip where I contacted the Branch Davidians and got that cool Waco interview. But this is me uh, filming where Opa was that day on August 1st, 1966. So check this out. That There's a diagram of it. 
he was standing right there and I'm about to show you what it looks like from the tower or from the ground looking at the tower and here's a little recap video mixed with some of the, the video that I shot good evening one of history's worst mass murders occurred here in Austin today by official count tonight 49 persons were hit by gunfire there are 16 dead and 33 injured it started last night when a man reportedly killed his wife and his mother that same man apparently rounded up an arsenal and supplies this morning and then went to the observation deck of the University of Texas Tower. It was then that terror rained down from the tower. There must have been a hit that last time. We hear people outside of our building in an area where we can't now look safely saying, let's help that boy. Does he need help? Someone must be down. the shots department shells sirens screamed for the 90 minutes that the gun battle was in progress it was hot past 90 degrees on the ground probably much hotter high atop the tower with the sun ricocheting off the limestone with the same intensity as the police bullets students co-eds crouched at the place where they could find safety so we can pause it at any time, Opa, if you want, and you can kind of talk about it if, you, if you'd like. Okay. Jeremiah's walking uh, right in front of the tower. Off to the right of this uh, picture is, or is a, a mall that uh, has buildings on both sides, and the English building is where I was, uh, just to the right. And to the left is uh, uh, where the tower is. So what's and w I was FaceTiming him and tried to record my screen and it didn't work. So so we're going to have to do it this way, but it, it's great. Texas for you guys here at Skiba News Nation. But I'm going to show you guys where the first school shooting happened and where Opa was because he was an eyewitness to the shooter in that tower right there. There are lots of people on the grass, but so he was in this building right here where these kids are going in. There's the building. That's the building I was in. It was the, the English building. Was the day that Charles Whitman sadly decided to take human life. This is where Opa was. He came out of these and doors. We were standing right between those bushes. Someone told him there was a up. shooter, and he was right here not knowing that the man up there could easily pick him off. He said he did not know until later on, but he said when he was here, he saw that pole, somebody hiding behind and people all over the mall. So I just wanted to share that with you guys while we're here. See people laying in on the, the, in front of the tower. There's the clock tower. And then the building that Opa was in was right here. That's that's the English building, which I, which I find is really cool because it's still standing. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was about to go inside right there, but I decided against it. Here is where I was standing. Everything is Right there. This is where I was standing. would have been right here that day. So just imagine that footage right there. I mean, it, it's so close. The video doesn't do how 
just as to how close it truly is. It's very scary. <laughs> Yeah, he, he could have picked us off easy. I don't know what used so to be I'm there, sure but you guys would walk. Like they took a uh, taken after that day and statue down. Sad event of that day where people were wheeled out to the street. Apparently, if I'm correct, Opa can correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a little boy that was riding his bicycle on this road right here, which is very, very far from that tower. And he hit a little boy on a bicycle and killed him. Actually, he hit somebody in a barber shop way and down. Very famous historical footage. I mean, that, that is a long uh, shot. Like this mountain right here, which is very occult looking, but you know. Yeah, that very weird culty right looking here, fountain with this evil thing happened. This is Little Field Fountain. And that was there that day? Oh, yeah. Little right. Field Fountain was there from day one. And so so I'm not even on the street those, yet. I will circle them right here. Those three things, that's where the gun smoke was coming out. Maybe I'll insert the video. But he was here that day. And I just thought you guys would enjoy that. So. Austin police were reinforced in their gun battle by sheriff's deputies, by Texas highway patrolmen, by Texas rangers, and some citizens who were deputized when so they So those are the services. bodies you saw? Yeah, those are the people that were on in front of the tower that they were, that person over that just went out of picture Charles was J. dead. Whitman, a 25-year-old Marine veteran who earned a sharpshooter rating while on active duty. He was identified by police as the sniper. He was shot down on the observation deck by two city police. So I hope you guys enjoyed that on-the-scene footage. But hey, get a closer look at this fountain. Is that not weird? Anyways. The Marines awarded him a scholarship in 1961 to study mechanical engineering at the University of Texas in Austin. There, there he problem. met a woman who would change his life, Kathy Leisner. After a six-month courtship, they married. But their home life was short-lived. On October the 15th, 1962, the Cuban Missile Crisis began. The confrontation between the Soviet Union and the US brought Whitman back to active duty. When he managed to return to university, he was no longer a good student, and the Marines withdrew his scholarship. They took Whitman out of the University of Texas and returned him once again to active duty. He was not a good Marine anymore. He got into fights. Uh, he engaged in gambling. He got caught uh, in the possession of an illegal weapon. In December 1964, Whitman was discharged from the Marines. He returned to Austin, determined to redeem himself. He reapplied to the university, was accepted, and started a new course, architectural engineering. Charlie Whitman may have had a violent temper influenced by his father, but he managed to hide it from fellow students and most of his friends. However, his streak of aggression would soon reveal itself in the most brutal manner. Yeah, so just being able to be in the footsteps, I didn't realize how close that really is. Like, it was, it was within uh, 100 yards at least. Right, Opa? Yep. I mean, this is the view that he would have seen. We could pull up that diagram. This is what Charles Whitman would have seen from... So I hope you guys enjoyed that on-the-scene footage. None of the audio was this recorded. This is me trying to FaceTime but, hey, get a closer you guys look at this fountain. It didn't work. Is that not weird? This right here. So this is what Charles Whitman would have been seeing that day from the perch. And there was Opa's classroom where I filmed. And then he was standing right under that tree. So... If he could shoot somebody all the way on the road, 
I mean, that is such a closer shot. I mean, he, he shot people further away than where you were, right? Yeah, like I said, down uh, uh, Guadalupe, which is the main drag beside uh, UT, uh, there was a guy getting his uh, hair cut in a, in a barber shop, and he could see him through the window, and he uh, he wicked, he didn't kill him, but he did hit him. Yeah. So y'all, you just didn't know that that you could you guys could have easily been seen and and you know chosen to be shot. You didn't know that, right? No, I mean we thought that the trees were hiding us and that uh, he wouldn't be able to see us and. About a year after, when they opened up the tower again so we could go up to the observation deck, uh, we were looking through those little openings where he was shooting from, and man, you could see people standing there going in and out of the building and what have you. We were, we were sitting ducks if he wanted to try to hit us through the trees. Well, I'm very thankful that he didn't because I don't know what life would be like without you still here. <laughs> so... Um... Yeah, I mean, he was he was an ex-Marine. I mean, it kind of reminds me of MK Ultra, and I know that they say that he died from a brain tumor, okay? Which, I don't know how accurate that is. I mean, how did they know that? You know, I, I'm sure they did autopsies and stuff, but he, he, he was so shot up, you could not recognize him. That was the crazy thing, because once they finally got him and they had three cops surround him, he was just, they just unloaded clips and reloaded unloaded clips because they wanted to make sure that he was done and then they uh opa was telling me that back then they were flying planes and helicopters and trying to shoot from the helicopters and the planes trying to shoot the 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 sniper and uh people were bringing their shotguns out and trying to hit them from from ground level but uh, i mean they had no match against somebody that had a big concrete wall in front of them but what do you think about possibly being MK Ultra? I mean, that could be a possibility. And he just snapped. Well, he uh, he had, uh, like I said, he had he did have an autopsy done after, and they did find a very large brain tumor uh, in his head that was affecting uh, his reasoning and what have you, and that probably was due to his. Uh, a time in the military, he probably somehow uh, got a concussion maybe once or more times, and it kept growing and growing and growing, and finally it just made him go berserk. I mean, he didn't just kill students that, that day, and it, it's really sad. He killed his mother, he killed his, his wife, and then he went and he posed their bodies, which we could probably cut that out, uh, but he posed them in a way as if they were still alive, which is very strange to me. And then he went and did all these horrendous things uh, to just innocent people. One of the ladies was pregnant, and it's just I didn't I didn't realize. I mean, they they interview people on documentaries all the time that were not even at school that day, but Opal was there, so it's like a Skiba News Nation exclusive. And I don't know. I'm just happy that he's still here with us. So yeah, what are your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's crazy you got to go through that Opa and and then over the years, um, you've seen all these other mass shootings kind of increase in frequency. Um, is the way that the public looks at mass shootings different today than it was back when this happened? I mean, that's a good question. Uh, 
what are your thoughts on how the view of crazy people that shoot other people, how has that changed from back then till today? Well, I, I think uh, uh, back then, it, you know, it was, uh, there weren't, there wasn't a lot to say about gun control back then. They just basically uh, wrote it off to the fact that he had a problem, he had a mental problem, he had a brain tumor or whatever it was, and they didn't raise a big guff about uh, bearing arms or what have you. And in fact, you know, uh, what Jeremiah was saying, I mean, people were coming to the campus and the tower with their guns, with their shotguns, with their rifles, with their handguns. Uh, people were flying helicopters and, and airplanes and shooting out of that. And there was no big deal uh, about that. Today, uh, every time there's a mass shooting, there's uh, a big uh, to-do about uh, gun control. Do you, do you yeah. think that, that uh, does it trigger like anything in your head? I hate the word trigger, but does it, does it remind you of when you experience that every time you see something on the news about school shootings? Uh, the school shootings seem to be very uh, extreme because this, the, the tower really was, was not so much a, a thing against the schools where you were, like you said, they weren't really going, he wasn't really going after students. He just wanted to shoot as many people as he wanted to, which is kind of like, you know, when they go into uh, a shopping mall or something like that and they just start ra uh, shooting random people. A lot of the shootings that happen today are, are uh, targeted against certain- Like bullies or something like that. Right. Yeah, so I mean, it could be MK Ultra. I mean, could be. I could look further into it if you guys want, but those are I thought those were cool to share. Uh since we were in Austin, I figured that I would just film and then later on uh as we were going home is when I contacted the Davidians and got that interview and everything, but that's all I got for for Austin, I believe. But um now we're going to be talking about something that was brought to my attention by a viewer and it has to do with my favorite movie trilogy of all time, Back to the Future, predicting 9-11. So check this out, Jake. Dear Dr. Brown, on the night that I go back in time, you will be shot by terrorists. Please take whatever precautions are necessary to prevent this terrible disaster. In the 1985 classic, Back to the Future, at a scene called the Twin Pines Mall, we will bear witness to a sudden surprise terrorist attack, perpetrated by a group of terrorists. The attack is at the Twin, which is a reference to the Twin Towers. When we turn the sign upside down, the digits on the clock read 911 or 911. The Twin Pines are a symbolic representation of the Twin Towers. Before the terrorist attack, the Twins are present, but after the attack, the Twins are gone, replaced with a single pine. This takes place on 9-11, where the Twins are destroyed and replaced with a single tower, the One World Trade Building. Also at this scene, Doc shows us two stopwatches, both of which display encoded 9-11s. Is this only a coincidence? The pines are the towers, and this symbol system is confirmed in Back to the Future Part 2, where we see the twin pines appear again on a projection movie screen in Marty's future house. 
Marty's family gathers around the movie screen, and the Twin Pines actually morph into the Twin Towers. This is because the Twin Pines are the Twin Towers. The Pines are the Towers. Pines, Towers. And the Twin Pines Mall is the Twin Towers Mall, which is why all the clocks here secretly say 9-11, and why there will be a Muslim terrorist attack resulting in the destruction of the Twin Pines, or the Twin Towers. But the appearance of the towers is not a random backdrop, as we can see the Statue of Liberty lurking just as secretly as the towers, making this scene a secret recreation of New York City, where Marty's family has gathered to stare at Ground Zero. Of these three characters staring at Ground Zero, one of them is completely upside down. But in the entire Back to the Future saga, this is the only time when an upside down character will ever appear. The hint being given here is to observe the scene from his perspective by turning it upside down. But when doing so, the Twin Towers are clearly shown to be falling down. In the entire history of cinema, this scene of Back to the Future is the most literal depiction ever made showing the Twin Towers falling down. So how is it possible that this scene would occur in a story that already contains a terrorist attack at the Twins on 9-11 where the Twins are the Twin Towers, which then execute Hollywood's best depiction of the Twin Towers collapse? But Back to the Future doesn't just portray this attack, it develops into an elaborate warning about it. I can just go back early to warn him. I have to tell you about the future! Doc, about the future, you will be shot by terrorists. But Marty is carrying more essential information about the future. He knows the exact time and date that a tower will clock be struck. Tower Save right the there. clock tower! Don't forget to take a flyer. In a story we already suspect of being a 9-11 warning, how is it possible that this phrase appears on a flyer telling the future? Then, when the tower strike takes place, a giant flaming 9-11 is ignited in the street. Marty knows exactly when and where this tower strike will happen because it's all written on this flyer and placed in his hands, but something lurks in the background overseeing this transaction. But why does this symbol hover while Marty is forewarned about the tower strike? Now when I was first doing research on this, I, I thought it was just coincidences and, and not on purpose. Uh, until until I found this second clip and it's you just got to watch it watch this Back to the Future was written and directed by Robert Zemeckis first released in 1985 but to depict the future Zemeckis chose October 2015 All right Doc, what's going on huh where are we when are we October 21st, The tower scene takes place in October 2015 and the towers appear on a movie screen, meaning the McFly family is watching a secretly placed Twin Towers movie released on October 2015 directed by Robert Zemeckis. So how could it be that now, in the real October 2015, a major Hollywood production is about to hit theaters worldwide and it is exclusively about the Twin Towers? It happens to be directed by Robert Zemeckis. The title of this new Twin Towers film is The Walk and this new Twin Towers film has the exact same release date as the secret Twin Towers film planted in Back to the Future, which exposes the symbolism of the pines and depicts the Twin Towers collapse. So why would Zemeckis now draw our attention to it with a major Hollywood production? Back to the Future was released in 1985, The Walk in 2015, exposing this warning after 30 years. 
Marty writes this warning into a letter. He seals it shut, intending for it to remain hidden for a specific amount of time. What's the meaning of this? You find out in 30 years! 30 years. What's the meaning of this? You find out in 30 years! The walk is the reveal of the 9-11 warning given to Doc while he is rigging a giant wire to the twin tower representing Clock Tower. Evening, Dr. Brown. What's with the wire? The walk is about a plot to rig a giant wire to the Twin Towers. So Marty records the warning while Doc is rigging the wire to the tower. Marty tells Doc he will understand the warning in 30 years. Find out in 30 years! 30 years later, the director makes a movie about rigging a wire to a tower, the Twin Towers, because the warning within Marty's letter is about a terrorist attack at the Twin Towers. What's with the wire? What's with the wire? What's with the wire? What's with the wire? After rigging this wire, the tower strike takes place, and a Marty McFly from the future runs out onto the scene. He has just time-traveled here from October 2015, the release date of The Walk. But in The Walk, standing on top of the Twin Towers, is Marty McFly. This Marty has arrived here from the exact date where this Marty is standing. The plot of The Walk is the tower wire rigging event that just took place at this scene. One Marty is standing on top of the Twin Towers, while the other Marty stands inside a giant flaming 9-11 in the wake of a tower strike. While simultaneously across town, another Marty witnesses a terrorist attack take place at the Twins, which are actually the Twin Towers, a fact we learned from the secretly placed Twin Towers movie released on October 2015. This movie is actually The Walk, which is why it has Marty McFly standing on top of the Twin Towers. What's the meaning of this? What's with the wire? What's with the wire? Okay, relax, Doc. It's me. It's me. It's Marty. Oh, I can't be. Just send you back to the future. Yeah. Oh, I know you did send me back to the future, but I'm back. I'm back from the future. More human minds on planet Earth observed 9-11 than any single event in human history, making it a massive terrestrial meditation concentrating collective consciousness onto a single space-time focal point, making 9-11 humanity's most potent consciousness-altering stargate. Zemeckis, a precogging conduit, channels the 9-11 archetype with his Tower Strike Twin Pines terror attack cinematic superimposition, both scenes featuring the transdimensional portal pointing to 9-11 as the archetype of transcendence. Humanity's mass tuning in to the 9-11 event where enslaved minds in mass began rejecting the narrative of their controllers, and finally see the illusion opening the portal of transcendence. As Marty opens this portal during the 9-11 scene splice amalgamation, he makes contact with the illusion by touching film via the film booth at the exact moment the portal opens. Then by touching film via the movie theater at the exact moment the portal opens. Again to open the portal, Marty must touch film via the movie screen at the exact moment the portal opens, touching the screen, dispelling the illusion, opening the portal while enacting the 9-11 archetype. To touch the screen, finally becoming the creator of the fabricated images, relinquishes the monopolization of its power, removing the smoke from the screen and arming the awakened with skepticism. 
This film instigated ascension is the same as the 9-11 ascension, a message that discredits the medium which carries it. So, I mean, I, I honestly, until I started really, really looking into it, I mean, there's a lot of, if it's coincidences, there are a lot of coincidences. Or was it on purpose? I mean, like, what do you think, Jake? Sometimes it, it looks like a big coincidence, but it's crazy to see how many things are pre-programmed into our media and... There, yeah, it's a lot of things that lined up there, and it makes you wonder, um, I mean, if these people didn't plan it out, uh, then why are they using the, the whole narrative to further their their art, right? Right. So it makes it's, – it's just really curious, man. It's crazy that all these little things kind of point towards 9-11 you know i know i started going way down that rabbit hole and then i was like oh well i gotta share this now because uh one of the viewers sent it to me but what opa you've probably seen this movie a thousand times with me as a child because it was my favorite movie trilogy and uh what do you think about all that i never saw it i think it's really weird and uh yeah i can see what they're talking about in there it looks uh looks strange yeah one of the things is when in part one uh when marty goes to the past he knocks over one of the pines which is where the twin pines mall gets its name from and etc and when he goes back to 1955 he runs over one of those uh pines like i said and so it it was twin pines to one pine or to pine mall i don't know if you caught that but it's like a hmm. a it's Similar with so... what they did with the tower, the Freedom Tower. Yep, and it really reminds me of what you were showing about The Simpsons. I mean, there's a lot of media, like lots of cartoons, movies, and and all of that that kind of seem to be predicting what happens later on. You know, so kind of full, yeah. full circle. Very interesting. All right, man. Well, that's all I got for history. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And now it's yeah. time for some memes. Meet me up. All right, just because it was so funny the first time, I had to show it again. Good night, table. Good night, moon. Good night, <laughs> Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, check this out App Store symbols, right? And how they look very similar oh. to occult symbols, right? You got the App Store and Freemasonry. You got Facebook and the sign of Tubal Cain. Uh, you have the Google and 666. You have Gmail and Masonic Apron. And you have the Google Play Store and the, and the Satanic Sigil. Very interesting. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Just side by side, just as really, it, it does make you kind of you know raise that eyebrow just like that last video we watched about 9-11 yep nobody regrets not taking it people are taken to the streets and leaving their messages in chalk because <laughs> uh, they're being censored online yep if dueling ever came back a whole lot of people wouldn't be so offended all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, true man I mean 
I, I'm trying to remember the the uh, Civil War era politician. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was Andrew Jackson or somebody, but they had like gone through an ungodly number of duels throughout their lifetime, and it's actually kind of funny. I, I can't remember oh, who they, it was. They did that musical about it. It was uh, what was that musical called? Alexander Hamilton. Is that Alexander who it was? Hamilton. Yeah. Was he the guy? I think so. They dueled in in that show, and I I remember not really liking it, but <laughs> I do remember the dueling. Yeah, it, it it would definitely change our culture today with all the political correctness. If you had to put your <laughs> put your money where your mouth is in a in a much more serious way. <laughs> yep. Uh, here's how to become a successful TV producer in 2023: find an old successful show, make everyone in it gay. And then collect a hundred million dollars from Netflix. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> All right. Uh, when you realize Valentine's Day falls on a Tuesday, how beautiful! <laughs> right. Uh, Taco Tuesday. We don't really do Valentine's Day too much. Too too many ties to Lupercalia and uh, you know Pan and stuff. But I'm down with the tacos, man. I'm down. Me too, man. Can't go wrong. Uh, Shabbat Shalom. You know, most of the time we air Skiba News Nation, we're entering into the Shabbat Friday night. And uh, it's just a good reminder, we do not bow down to Babylon. Agreed. We Shabbat instead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's another funny biblical meme. When you leave and your brother makes a a new god, (laughs) you done messed up, (laughs) (laughs) A.A.Ron. Oh, hey, hey, I love those Key and Peel Key and oh, Peel yeah. skits. Those are pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Jordan hey, Peel is actually a very uh, prolific filmmaker. I'm really, yeah. I really enjoy his thrillers nope? that he's been. Yes, I did. I thought it was actually pretty good. I mean, I, I kind of didn't know what to think about it. Like, it, it kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger. But I don't want to spoil yeah. it for anybody that wants to watch it. But it's pretty, it's pretty good movie. I would say. Yeah, it, it's a totally different perspective of the uap phenomena Mm -hmm. topic (laughs) yep all right here's uh the year is 2042 my electric car won't start because i used the wrong pronoun yesterday no air conditioner in my 50 square foot apartment because i reached out all my monthly allotment of farts but i think they're adding grub worms to my cricket pace so it's all looking up (laughs) (laughs) you see the blinking google light in the far dystopian distance oh man uh, you know all those Project Veritas uh, exposés? Yeah. I always find it interesting that they get the interview and uh, every Project Veritas recording. Subject. You're not from Project Veritas, are you? Project Veritas. No. Lol. <laughs> Subject. Oh, okay. Haha. Just making sure. So, yeah, we are building a layer of doom inside of a volcano. <laughs> oh, man. They, they've had a lot of interesting exposés. I think the first big Project Veritas uh, expose interview was uh, about Planned Parenthood and, and some of the resell of, uh, of body parts uh, from aborted children. And uh, it was just shocking, man. But th- they really uh, opened a lot of people's eyes up to the, the evil industry that yeah. is festering here in the West. Absolutely. I mean, we we played several of their their uh, their what do you want to call them investigations, 
because yeah i mean i don't even know how they do that with the hidden cameras and stuff i mean you could always get a little pin camera hides yeah. in a pin or something but man it's adrenaline yeah right I, got, I gotta look into uh, uh some project veritas hidden camera techniques you know that that's maybe awesome we should do that maybe we should go to the glitter people and wear a uh pin a little lapel find out what they're really doing there <laughs> awesome all right well that's all i got for us today all right jake well thanks for the current news and the memes open thank you for another great opus corner i hope you guys enjoyed the history this has been episode 34 of skiba news nation and stay tuned if you would like to submit a story topic or have any other inquiries please email submit at skibanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skibanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at skibanewsnation.com. If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560-271, The Colony, Texas 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon, where you will get exclusive content, shoutouts, and much more. And you can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Nation. Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcast on your favorite podcast platform.